"'Twas the night before activation and all through the house. Caroline was going... (laughs) 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 A little bit. I think it was all day, actually. All day. Yeah, pretty much all day. That's all day. We're recording this on uh, the 28th of January, 2018. I'm Andrea Schwabi. Caroline is my beautiful cyborg. And tomorrow's activation day. Holy crap. I can't believe it. Holy shit. I can't believe it. I just can't believe it. Yeah. Somebody told me, um, Jim's daughter, Sheena, told me, mm-hmm. Caroline, I'm not going to lie, the weeks between surgery and activation are, you know, rough. They're difficult. They're right. challenging. And I'm so glad I had that heads up with a, a deaf ear on the right and uh a lot of excitement and anticipation leading up to tomorrow. I'm yeah. sure glad I had that heads up. Well, I, I read lots on Reddit, and uh, and we got in the Facebook groups for the best one. My favorite is the R-rated cochlear implant group because you get the real goods on everything. Yeah. And it's kind of a secret society. No, They do not want people to know sort of – I mean, we already know a lot of the harsh realities – but it's very graphic. And, and and then there's the crazy, fun, interesting stuff that's really sort of uh, – my my impl- my processor keeps falling off when we're having sex. That's right. Actually, a lot of people chimed in in that. And then that, yeah, that was a huge point. Everyone's like, oh, boy, like, you know, headband <laughs> was yeah. the first thing that came up. Well, that's something you know. I truly <clears throat> hadn't really thought of, I guess, because so, my hearing aids have never been a problem at well, all. Well, the, the suggestion I made was use the stronger magnet. Yeah. And it, someone went, oh, that's a good idea. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. So the, it's we've we've had the dose of reality sort of throughout, but I think patience ran out last week a little bit. Yeah, it was last week was hard for both of us. Both that was of us. yeah, it was just challenging. We, we just yeah. you know we were both just really tired and kind of. Well, I can't lie. I mean, we we've, we've both had nights where we have cracked like <laughs> down the middle heaping bowl of jello because the implications are just so complete like a friend of mine larry we went out for coffee and he said so what do you think's going to change and i said nothing except when caroline hears like only only situations that you hear that's different <laughs> everything else is the same and he kind of went oh, oh yeah okay i get it because my that's answer what, would be absolutely everything uh, yeah everything like, changes that it, i mean it's just Blah. And, and I mean, you know, just how is it going to affect the relationship? And Because it will. I mean, deafness affects the relationship. I think I think it's going to be easier, Andreas. I hope so. Yeah, I can't imagine it. It might be harder for the next couple. I don't know how long. Oh, I'm going to punch you. It's like, what was that? What was that? What was that? <laughs> you know, like I have to be the recognizer of the sound. I'm I'm already that half I was the time just about anyway. To say you already do. It's that. already like that anyway. But now it's going to be all the time. Yeah, but, but that's what it's going to be. I mean, I, I I wanted to give you the dose of reality that I've I've been facing, sort of in preparation for your rehab. So I sent you an invitation for six thirty, seven thirty every night. Yep. Language practice, speech recognition practice. We're going to work with Angel Sound and some online tools. If people want to send us MP3s of um, things you want to say to Caroline, uh, you can email her at uh, I hear you at mybeautifulcyborg.com. 
Um, and listening practice is important. So if you're going to send an email, if you're going to record an email or a text message or something like that, send the text with an audio file, ideally an MP3. Then Caroline can hear your voice and read the text and, and in that way learn what the sound is. That's right. the crucial part. I mean, that's the only way I can hear right now is when I read right. as I he hear. Yeah. So I'm either lip reading yeah. or I'm reading closed captions on the TV yeah. or I'm reading uh, the printed sermon or whatever it is that I'm listening to. Yeah. Even if it's a YouTube video, if it's not closed caption, yep. I'm out. So, yeah, that might be... That might be. Well, and the way this starts is you listen without the help and you get the help when you need it. Mm -hmm. um, but it's always available. I mean, you don't want to just, you know, be hanging. That's half of your day at work probably. So, but what what's amazing to me is we, we're completely strung out emotionally, clearly. <laughs> we haven't done a couple podcasts because we just couldn't. Like, it's just really so emotionally intense. Like, I, wow. I, think, I, don't, I don't know if it's like this for everybody or not. I think that it's certainly got a heightened sense of emotion for anyone that's going through this a cochlear implant oh yeah procedure. well i mean when we read those stories in the r-rated right. cochlear implant zone it's it's everybody's like yep you're right on track totally normal yeah we nearly started shooting like it was kind of <laughs> it's wow it's really <laughs> you know really intense we actually i actually sat down and kind of counted the weeks to not just kind of i did i counted yeah. the weeks excuse me while i schluck my beer <laughs> i'll, I'll and, move my uh, and um when I looked at it, it, I my activation, like the the length of time that we've had to wait for my activation, is actually a little bit longer. Longer, than yeah. People. It's it'll be seven weeks on Tuesday that I had my surgery. Yeah. So most people, I think most people in Alberta would wait six weeks, and right. and but it sounds like a lot of people in the states are activated in four weeks, which. I'll be truthful. In four weeks, I wasn't really ready to stick that thing on my head just yet. I, no, you weren't. You weren't ready to have me sort of poke around to find your yeah your, like, your receiver coil. So you know, I mean, you did it first, but it was pretty much still numb. Right. Right after surgery, it was sort of oh, found it, right. and then after that, it was yikes. This is. But it, what was interesting about even that part of the recovery, looking back at it, since that's still so fresh in the memory, is how. The pain and the the discomfort and the itching sort of migrated. Oh, it was sort of it as things were healing. It was the, the different places were were acting up. That's exactly right. And like I started thinking, maybe I was a bit sucky or something because everybody, <laughs> yeah, everybody in that yeah, group, you're sucky. Uh -huh. But but a lot of people in that um, CI group on Facebook, they're hardcore. Um, they talk about oh, three days of pain and I was good, and I went oh, back yeah. to work in a week, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. I was not ready in a week. I was barely ready yeah. in three weeks, and I was really glad that I didn't have to go back until that fourth week. Well, it's passed. also important to remember that a lot of the stories in there are parents with kids, um, and you know the one guy, uh, like the the. Well, let me go back. It's important to remember that a lot of the people there are parents whose kids have implants. So they've taken a few days off. So it looks like the implant is theirs and they've gone back to work after a couple of days. For most people, it's about a week. Um, but there are a few. There was one guy who went back the next day. There's no, I just. And I just thought, oh, what do you do for a me, living? To me, it seems actually, I hope I'm not offending anybody, but it seems kind of irresponsible almost. I, I don't think it's a good idea to put yourself right. into that position. And well, no. I'm also speaking as somebody who works 
very physically. So mm-hmm. my work is quite physical, and yeah. I needed my stamina and my energy and everything else. Yeah. And it's not like I was in agonizing pain. It was well, a little bit distracting. The other though. thing, too, it was Christmas. And so yeah. you couldn't even get your recovery, your post-op meeting with the surgeon until a month after surgery. Right. Usually it's 10 days. Yeah. So everything was sort of Christmasized with this extra couple of weeks. Take the time for Pete's sake. I mean, come on. That's what we talked about when we went into it. Right. It's Christmas. Like, yeah. you're going to be exhausted. The hotel is going to slow right down while, you know, right after your surgery. Right. And so just like take the time and and as it turned out you were really exhausted you just needed the time off i did um yeah. you're I, not I you're not old else, but you're but not I, I certainly did yeah you're not old but you're not you know i'm i didn't hear you you're a lady of a certain age it takes time to recover yeah oh yeah, yeah that's exactly right i'm not 20 i'm not no. 20 i'm, I'm just afraid thinking, to admit it <laughs> right yeah so in fact um, i'm proud <laughs> so let's talk about really the thing and and It was interesting because you brought it up and said, we have to talk about this. And you weren't sure you wanted to talk about it today. And I think it's the perfect time to talk about the shitty, suck-ass things about being deaf and hearing impaired and hard hearing. Yeah, because I think today I was sort of like... Because today may be your last day, really. (laughs) Really, ultimately, it's kind of your last day being deaf. So if you're going to bitch, do it now because tomorrow's not the day. That's right. And every day after that is not the day either. So go for it. So if you're going to have a deaf rent, now's your deaf rent. Go. Yeah. Well, actually, the conversation started with um, everybody keeps, you know, everybody says, oh, but Caroline, you do so well. You do so well for being hearing impaired. Oh, and then I just, inside, I just, I, I have so much suppressed rage about that. Well, and Because I it's, know meant, it's meant, meant as a compliment. Well. It's yes. meant as a compliment. Oh, you do so well. But it's important for people to recognize that you can't hear them well. And everyone thinks you do. And they really are not understanding or somehow internalizing that you are deaf. A couple of the interviews we did over Christmas, especially the one with the ladies group, they say it as a compliment. You know, oh, you, you know, you, you do so well. Well, it is a compliment. It's meant as a compliment for sure, for sure. But that belies the fact that you're really, really deaf. Yeah, I, I get that at work too a lot. Because and they, they never think of you as deaf, which is a compliment, but it's, it's not your fault for being deaf, is what you say. Well, what right? I, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of the logic I came to was, <clears throat> pardon me, if... If it's meant as a compliment that I do so well, then is it an insult that I wouldn't? Would it be an insult that I'm not doing well? Right. Like, is it my fault that I'm not doing well? <clears throat> it's a very subtle stigma. And, and it's, 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 it's very nuanced. I hope it's, nobody's angry about me saying that. No, no, no. That. no. But, or but upset it, or but hurt that's, because that's, that's not what it's intended But that's for. sort of what it feels like a little bit. And, and, I mean, to me, it's always like we're missing the mark. Like, we just have to get to... I mean, to me, it's interesting even for me because we have talked about I am still coming to grips with the D word. Yeah. Like deaf is like that's a new word for me because it's all you've always been hard of hearing. Really, we always say hearing impaired. Right. Now you're really in your right ear. You are deaf. Your left ear is a pittance and it's gone in a few years. Well, and that's the other thing that we were talking about this afternoon was Mm -hmm. it kind of freaks me out a little bit. Um, I was thinking back to the prep, the mental preparation for surgery and how we were very hopeful that I might maintain, retain some of my um, residual hearing, right. but we assumed that I wouldn't. And even after surgery, when I actually was deaf, capital D deaf in my right ear, I kept thinking I could hear in it. Like I kept imagining sound or something. 
and even today, if I kind of uh, yeah, the little do rub this. your fingers, the little finger test that everybody move does. Move my fingers together next to my ear, next to my right ear. Yeah, that thing. In my imagination, I hear it. It's very, right. very odd. It's very strange. I, I can't explain it. Anyway, but the rude awakening is, <laughs> and and I only learned this what a couple a week week and a half ago, when I put my head, my entire head underwater. I, I didn't realize just how much noise it makes when the water enters your ear. And there's absolutely nothing coming in the right ear, and it is startling. Right. It's absolutely... That would be freaky. Because you've, you've always at least had the gurgling. Strangely, it was surprising. I'm like, oh, wow. I, you know, no, I'm it's, deaf. It's gone. <laughs> 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 Oh, it's been it's such like, a what a great it's time! It's not a surprise, but why is it a surprise right now? I right. can't hear the gurgling even, even that. Yeah, and I don't know. It just blew me away. And then, and then about five minutes later, you bawled, and then five minutes after that, you sort laughing. of laughed your head off, and you were getting yeah, like, oh, it's been uh, like what a yeah. week, yeah. <laughs> what a week, <laughs> to say the least. Started, oh, yeah. wait. So, um, and then. And then, you know, the thought process was, yeah, wow, I'm I'm deaf, capital D deaf in the right. Well, why isn't it? Hard? Well, it is a lot harder at work. Wait a minute. It's been a lot harder at work. I've right. just been working that much harder. And I think the reason I was bawling was that suddenly, I'm, I'm being completely honest here, suddenly I was like, I'm exhausted. I'm done with this hearing. Right. <laughs> I mean, so well, your coworkers have even said, like a couple of the them have even said, is, it's a lot of extra work right now for it you. It is, but it's going to be more work tomorrow too. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know if I'm going to get a break tomorrow. I, you I, don't get bre- you don't get a break <laughs> until you, until you wake up that one morning and say, I was dreaming in cochlear implant speech. Yeah. Like you were hearing, because right now you still hear, you, you're deaf in your dreams. It's, you, it's, it's one of the most disappointing things uh, in my life, to it, be honest. It's heartbreaking, Caroline. Like, it is. You I'm say like, it, I'm and I just... I'm frustrated ugh, in like, my sleep. God, you never even... not You don't even hear music in your dreams. Like, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. It is. It's, it's, it was crushing the first It makes me frequent. It really does. Yeah. It sucks. That sucks. <sighs> Dreaming in dev sucks, I'll tell you that. One of the girls uh, that I was chatting with said, um, when I was about 30, everybody started mumbling. Right. And then I got hearing aids, and then everybody mumbled louder. And I sort of had my aha moment reading that, where it's, aha, yes, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what I've been trying to describe all those years when I talk about, you know, trying to read without glasses, the blurred vision. It's it's actually like, okay, it's just louder mumbling. Right. And the other thing that we've talked about is that the first thing that happens when I tell people – Generally, when I say, I'm sorry, or could you, I have to tell you that I'm hearing impaired. I'm talking about generally speaking at work. Right. This happens. Uh, so I'm hearing impaired. We need to work together a little bit, <laughs> you know, blah, blah, blah. And the first thing that they'll say is, oh, I'm sorry. And I think, well, it's not your fault. It's not my fault. Right. Just speak up a little bit. Look at me and move your lips more. So. Um, Sucks to be deaf. Sucks to be deaf, man. It, it, yeah. Because as the years have gone by, I'm grateful that I've lost my hearing slowly because I think that I've had time to adjust, and we've talked about that before too. Right. Yeah. Uh, but all that happens is you go, oh, 
okay, I can't do that anymore now. And your life becomes more and more restricted and more isolated and yeah, more it's it's an erosion. It's a, an erosion of stuff. Like there was a point where we couldn't talk across the hall anymore, and then there was not between rooms, and then and then you're making then all you're, my phone calls for right, and then we're not talking on the phone, and then I'm making all the phone calls, and it just and it's then, one thing you know after what? another. You, there's no sweet nothings. No, there's no whispering. There's no whispering. I'm sorry. There can be no sweet nothings. We do have the most insane and extensive visual visual vocabulary where we just sort of – it's it's like a series of shrugs and head tossing and it looks like we just maybe may have a slight Ear nervous wriggling tick. and eyebrows. Yeah, and, and it's um, just the creepy yeah. – we have long conversations and planned camping trips like that across and a room at a party. The way that we tell each other we love each other is not always verbal. No. It's most often – Well, a, you say I love you. And what do I do? Well, you say you love me too, but you have your you have your secret tap that you do. Yes. And nobody knows about that. Just you and I do. Yeah. And so once in a while It's just a little rhythm. It's just a little sort of songy yeah. thing. Yeah, and and that's ours and that's yeah. our our nonverbal way of communicating and we have so many of those. And I don't think we're gonna just put those by the wayside. I don't think that those will disappear. We have to change the side we hug on. <laughs> that did is you gonna, know? That's going to be weird. Did you know? Did did anybody know that like nobody ever hugs on the left? People do not hug on the left. They always hug on the right. And it might just be an Edmonton thing. I don't know. But <laughs> Canadians are very huggy. <laughs> yeah. And when, during my surgery experience, I was like, whoa, can we please go the other way? <laughs> like every single time. I received a hug. I kind of had to shimmy and wiggle myself onto the other side. And I was so glad when one day I hugged on the right. And, okay, it doesn't hurt anymore. Good. We're clear. <laughs> like, we can just be normal again. We've always kind of hugged on the left. I don't know why. I don't know why either, but it's good. <laughs> <laughs> it worked out for after surgery. But now we're going to have to learn the other thing. Side. You can You can't. You, you change sides you're sleeping on. Sorry, let me do that again. You change sides you're sleeping on. Like you can sleep on the right a little bit now. A little bit, yeah. So that's yeah. exciting. Thank goodness it's getting – my shoulder was getting sore. It was getting rough to always be only on the left. So I'm glad that now I can lay my head down on the right and it's not – you know, it doesn't prevent me from sleeping. So that's a good thing. But, yeah, as you <clears> – you know, as you continue through life and as we age and as I lose more hearing – you know, there was a point where I was like, we cannot share vacations anymore. It's too hard. I, no, I feel lonely and I'd rather be back in the room reading my book because that's well, more fun. Cause well, I'm you're not the I only one this. who thinks it sucks because I'm the one who has to do all the listening for you. So if right. you're having a conversation, I have to have the conversation with all, you, you're right. which is very boring a lot of the time <laughs> because you're a woman and you have boring conversations for me. <laughs> Poor thing. You get insight other men. Don't. I mean, the mountain biking conversations I'm totally cool with. When yeah. you have the girl mountain biking and girl cycling conversations, oh. I'm all in it for that. Yeah, cool. of course, because it's boy talk. <laughs> but you're not near nerdly enough for me. No, like, it's, it's just, not boy you're talk. Not... It's, it's girl, girl mountain biking talk. Um, but you have to become more of a technology nerd now. So we're yeah. going to move into talking about actually activation day tomorrow. Yeah. So tomorrow is tomorrow is activation day. Yep. So I'm going to talk just for a second about what's going to happen. So we're going to go to the Glenrose Rehab Hospital, 
and Shasha is going to be there, Caroline's audiologist, and um, Melanie's going to be there. Yay. And Melanie, you heard in a previous episode, she's the audiologist who has a cochlear implant who referred Caroline. And she's going to be there with coffee. She took our orders a couple of <laughs> days ago. She's so excited. What a because sweetheart. she actually is really excited because this is the only activation she's been to other than her own. So that's really cool. I'm I think the that's only really exciting. She's ever referred so far, anyway. Yeah. yeah, and we have special gifts made for them, but yes, we'll talk we about do. that tomorrow because we are going to do an episode for sure tomorrow, and we'll see how that goes. We just have to force ourselves to do it. So we will be doing a a episode on Monday. It'll probably be out Tuesday. What do you want to say? Nothing. I was going to interrupt you with some unrelated idea. Oh, what was that? Say it. Uh, I was going to say. <clears throat> I wonder if people ask themselves, if Caroline's deaf, how can she be in that studio having this conversation? Right. How can she hear what Andreas's questions are? Right. How can she serve tables? How can she do anything she does? Right. So, well, first of all, I don't really know, but second of all, it's just an awful lot of work. And furthermore, we're in a very quiet room. I've got headphones cranked. I can hear your voice directly in, you know, piped into my hearing aid right now. When the audiologist who referred you yeah. for a cochlear implant uh, said, I have no idea how you do what you do with yeah. your hearing. That's a clue that you're doing something extra special. Like there's something going on and your lip reading skills are ninja like no one's. You should never be left in a room with a diplomatic delegation because you'll just read people across the room. It's retarded. No, qu- no, no, no quite. I can't say, I can't say retarded. I have to go back. I literally cannot say that. It's ridiculous. Oh, okay. uh, I can't even remember where we were. So um, let's, let's go back. Let's go back to um, activation. Mm-hmm. So activation day is today, most people are going to hear it on Monday. Um, Boy. So (laughs) the way it's going to go is essentially we're going to go in. Um, Shasha will be there. Melanie will be there. She's the audiologist who referred Caroline. She's going to have coffee. We have gifts for them. Yay. Uh, And then they're going to take Caroline's processor, connect it to a computer, and then put it on Caroline's head for the first time. So the magnet, and this is the great mystery of how that thing stays up there. There's a magnet that's in the implant in her head. There's a magnet in the processor. The only thing the magnet does is be a magnet. It just holds it together. That's it. We're done. By the way, you have a lovely new haircut that Stephanie did. It's fantastic. And it's going to be nice and short for the processor. So it'll save battery power because that's going to get expensive. Anyway, once the processor is on Caroline's head, they're going to energize it slowly and start playing beeps on each of the 22 electrodes that are in your cochlea. And what that will do is map each of the frequencies. So where are the low frequencies and where are the high frequencies? That's actually called a map. And then they load that into the, into the processor. The processor then knows how to communicate best for Caroline specifically because that's completely unique for everybody. Once that map is done and they're done the whole beeping process and that can take an hour or two, They'll switch off the computer's audio and they will turn on the microphones. And you're going to have your Neil Armstrong, this is one small step moment. That's right. 
So what do you think? Yeah, I, well, I just think it's the most wonderful thing. That's what I think. What else can I say for all the, you know, we've had our little frustrating, frustrated time. And what's the first thing that Beatrice ever said? The first audiologist who tested you before you were actually being checked for the program. She oh, said, she like before you're even it. accepted into being checked for the program or tested through the program, she says. Yes, I'm going to have to remember her words. And we've told you before, but she did say, Caroline, I want you to know that 100% of cochlear implant recipients hate the sound of the implant when they first hear it. So really, I need to be prepared for that. I need to know that it's going to be a... a you know, interesting afternoon. I don't think that, I'll be honest, I don't feel like I'm going to hate it. I feel like it's going to be interesting. I I want to say I'm going to listen and then listen more and say, oh, that's neat. Or, you know, that'll be my, I imagine that'll be my response. I guess we'll find out very shortly. Aren't you happy I'm the one you're married to? I'm sorry, what? Aren't you happy I'm the one you're married to? <laughs> Is it all the stupid uh, cochlear activation porn on YouTube? What happens is they turn on the microphones and then everyone just sits there quietly. It's so bizarre. That's very strange. That's not happening tomorrow. No. You do have your first piece of music picked. Yeah. That you want to listen to with your implant. I think it's that's a really cool tune. I think so too. I, I, you know, we were we were doing some crafty stuff upstairs and listening to some Bob Marley and reggae. Printing three D prints. Yeah. And uh, and just jiving a little bit and, you know, dancing in the chair. And, and uh, Is This Love came on. And I was like, that's what I want to hear. That sounds that That's just the perfect song. It's, yeah, Is This Love That I'm Feeling. That's and then there's another song, too. Well, that's a, that's a very emotional one. Holy cow. Yeah, I'm not sure you want to actually listen to that <sighs> one because you, you haven't listened to it today. You've listened to it three or four times. It didn't make it once without crying. No. I'm not sure that's the reaction we need tomorrow. Yeah, Jaylene but. Johnson, Butterfly Girl. and uh, She's from Manitoba. She's from Manitoba. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. By the way, Caroline didn't say pardon. She just gave me her... Huh? Huh? Look. <laughs> So that's Look. why we just had to pause, just because that that does not translate in a podcast. <laughs> no, I tilted my head to the side. That was yeah, all you I did. did little, you, a, you did a little RCA dog, puppy dog, RCA Victor dog. <laughs> uh-huh. I did a lot of that. A lot of people that I've worked with over the years know that look. That that's Halloween this year. <laughs> you go as the RCA Victor dog, and I'll go as the phonograph. <laughs> <laughs> like we're going trick or treating or something. <laughs> I still think you should go as Borg. You should go as Seven of Nine. Definitely. Because all you have to do is Are wear... Are you kidding t- me? You just have to wear a jumpsuit. Just wear tights and you're done. Of course. And I can 3D print you the, the little eye thing and then you have your ear implant. You're good to go. You're a Borg. <laughs> you're an actual Borg. You'd freak out most of the nerds in town. Yeah, exactly. They'd want your autograph. Okay, back to activation That's day. That's what I always wanted to do. For so back to activation nerd. day. <laughs> Jeez. How did we get uh, so off topic? I don't know. We're just wigged out. Costumes. Yeah. This has been the last week pretty much. Yeah. Well, let's yeah. talk about death. Let's talk about kittens. Oh, <laughs> it's just crazy. It's so hardcore. That's so true. It is so I hardcore. I had a CBC interview this past week. We didn't even talk about oh, that. Oh, that's right. With Rod Kurtz. Yeah. So Look at you go. kind of cool. He asked me a bunch of questions and and he wanted to do, he wanted to talk about um, what, 
You want to talk about stuff and hearing and my implant before activation. So we squeezed that interview in on Wednesday and I'll be talking to him again sometime next week after activation yeah. and then we'll see what. And, and ostensibly, the, it sort of piqued their interest when we emailed them and said, hey, by the way, <laughs> we're doing a podcast about deaf for with deaf people, with the deaf, yeah. like this is a deaf podcast. Like, how do you do that? Pardon? <laughs> so that, that sort of, <clears throat> it is a good hook. <laughs> it's kind yeah. of what, just what we're doing. Um, but yeah, no, it's. It is the best thing that's ever happened to me in my whole entire life. And tomorrow is the first day, truly. Like it's the, really, really is the time in my life, the day of my life that I can say tomorrow really is the first day of the rest yeah. of my life. And, and it's important. I mean, I, I have said this and you dispute it, but you understand my logic when I say this is bigger than our marriage. Like this is bigger than our wedding because you're deaf whether or not we're married. Yeah. This supersedes that. This is the biggest thing ever. There's not much more to say except that, like, it's the biggest thing. What changes? Everything. Like, everything.